Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Well, one of the things I love to do with you is kind of just, we, we're in the business of real estate. We play at different levels. You're big, I'm small, uh, meaning residential versus commercial. And sometimes I just like to share the nuttiness of California. You, you, you ready for this? Yeah. So California, our lovely socialist governor and assembly people or whatever they're called. I just call him King Newsom because he's acting like a king because he's got all these special powers because we're an emergency always in an emergency. So he's King, King Newsom. Uh, he now has decided that uh, house flipping uh, is causing uh, the housing uh, crisis in California. So he now wants to go after house flippers and again, uh, hit them with more taxes. So I thought I would bring this article up. It is currently just a proposal, but it shows how nutty that King, uh, King Newsom is. Here we go. All right. So minimize this window a little bit. So ah, go away. There we go. So again, assembly bill would tax house flippers. So again, it's focused on them who sell houses in less than three years. And get this, they're going to tax them 25%, an additional 25% for any house that's sold, bought and sold in under three years. This, this, right. th this is, uh, this is wild. When, so how okay so my first question is how do they propose to distinguish people who flip a house in three years from someone who buys a house and then has to sell it for some reason so i'm sure that they they have it this is just a proposal they're just trying to get everybody fired up because housing is so unaffordable i'm sure it's going to be multiple sales multiple transactions right yeah i mean well look uh, so i mean one thing i do want to point out is you know the 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 um Maybe this doesn't really apply to house flippers uh, mm -hmm. that much, but when the the, the Trump uh, tax reform went mm -hmm. through, yep, one of the things that was changed was the carried interest yep. uh, treatment, mm -hmm. and it went from one year to three years. And I said at the time that this happened that this was going to impact a lot of real estate investors who used to turn over a property mm -hmm. in you know in under three years because they to get the carried interest capital gains treatment. You, yep. It couldn't just be one year anymore. It had to be three. Nobody really seemed to notice that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is sort of similar to that, right? Mm -hmm. That they're going to, what's the tax right now? So this is in addition to the, in so addition. it's a 25% so surcharge. Yeah, surcharge, surcharge. Wow. So you already have crazy California tax at 13%. That's our state yeah. state tax, 13.3, I think. So again, wow. this is- this so, is so you're going to, that's crazy. I mean, so oh, you're going to pay- 13% tax on flipping plus your federal tax plus 25% yep. more. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I mean, yeah, I, I just think this is, yeah. this is dumb. I mean, like the, listen, I mean, for every flipper, right? Mm -hmm. There's a home buyer on the other end. Correct. Right? Yes. So, and what the flippers are doing 
is they're taking housing stock that's obsolete and they're rehabbing it into something exactly. that is yeah so is I better, do, right? i've done so, 56 flips uh, uh well i haven't done any this year i did 56 flips in two and a half years i promise you not a single homeowner alive would have bought any of the 56 homes that i bought they, they wouldn't have qualified for lending yeah nothing i bought would qualify for lending so if you're going to do this one of two things are going to happen that housing stock will do. I bought one house for 40 grand that I had to spend $110,000 remodel. Everything was changed. Yeah. And yes, I sold it for 250. I made a bunch of money. It took me a year to do or nine months. That house would just fall apart. It would never, it would never be back on the tax records. Yeah. It would, I, I mean, just a horrible idea. I think this is just, you know, this, this also reminds me of, so listen, I, mean, I think this is ridiculous. Like, like you're taking, you're, you're destroying the incentive for people to upgrade the housing stock, right? And it's the same kind of impulse behind like banning Airbnbs, right? And, mm -hmm. and like, and I see there are places where, you know, you've got towns around America, like, you know, up, like upstate New York, right? We have our house where Selling to an Airbnb investor may be the only exit that a homeowner has there because the population is is declining. Yeah. Right. And you're, so you're helping people out. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you're telling people that you're gonna ban Airbnbs because you know it just it's it's counterproductive. That may be an only per, you know the person's only shot to mm -hmm. sell their house. The issue is not Airbnbs or flippers, right? The issue is that you know governments on the one hand feel like they have to respond to the public outcry mm -hmm. around the cost of housing and on the other hand they're not willing to take on the real problem because that would be you know exactly often because it's the very same people who are complaining about the cost of housing who also would would complain about the solution to the cost of housing which is just letting people build more exactly. build build more build more densely right just build more housing mm -hmm. that will solve or at least ameliorate the housing crisis, right? And problem solved, but nobody wants anything built in their backyard, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Everybody fights it. Like you try to build something near anybody, and they'll care, Democrat, Republican, independent, yeah. Mar Martian. Not my backyard, yeah. From, from Atlantis, like it doesn't matter where they're, where they're from. They don't want it built near them because they just don't like it, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's why we have a housing crisis. Exactly. It's, it's a supply. It's a supply problem. Yeah. All the of these people talking yeah. about this, it's a supply problem. And again, yeah. this is not how you fix it. You don't tax the people that are upgrading housing stock. Right. Again, I want right. to say the 56 properties I flipped and yes, I made a bunch of money. None, zero of them would have been bought by a first time yeah. home buyer, but all yeah. of them were at the end. And not only that, but if you're talking about, if you're talking about the prices that you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like 140 and 250 out. Mm -hmm. Like a $250,000 house in California is still like an affordable house. It's, that is a it's starter. It's below home. the median. My, my yeah. median is two yeah. eight, 385. Right. It it's is. A, I'm it's, a starter, exactly. it's a starter home. It's a starter home, right? And you are actually, you're actually creating more homes, right? More. Absolutely. I'm taking something unlivable. Right. Unlivable. Because obsolescence, right? Destroys part of the housing supply, right? Every year. And, you know, this is, this is part of the housing stock is constantly being aged out and if people are not given the incentive to rehab it to fix it up 
it's it's just as bad as not constructing new property, right? At, oh, least, you're, at least you're maintaining the the existing number of. It's, I would say it's worse because you're losing the bot. You're losing the first time homeowner. Yeah, and th- this is why, as I have discovered, it's something I didn't realize. Right, is that even in some of these rural markets around the country where the population is declining, they still have a housing crisis. Exactly. Right? How crazy it's is crazy. that? It's crazy. It's crazy because, because, because the housing stock is the housing stock faster. is the housing stock is becoming obsolete faster than the population is declining. And on top of it, and you were talking about the supply issue, not just a supply issue. What you know the federal so as at the same time that state and local governments are restricting the amount of housing that's available, the federal government is juicing the, the demand for it by lowering interest rates all the time, right? Yeah, just so, wait for first-time homebuyer programs, wait for the 40-year mortgage. Yeah, it's, it's a supply problem. Demand and supply is undefeated. Yeah, it is yeah. a, not a supply problem. So. so if you, you know, and and if you, and I've said this before, I mean, the, the, the places around the country that are kind of like, everyone's looking at as though this is like some kind of nirvana of cheap housing. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they have there is cheap land, exactly. right? Like they have cheap land that hasn't been built on. Yeah, like Maybe, and like, also zoning that's not as rigid. But even listen, even in it, the zoning is the zoning follows Correct. the building, right? Correct. So mm-hmm. this is the way that this plays out, and this is how it's played out everywhere. Mm-hmm. In the early stages, this happened. This happened in you know New York. It happened yeah. in California. The places that people point at as being like the horrible places to invest. This happened. It's going to happen in Texas too. Just yeah. maybe you and I won't be alive when it does, but just it's I'm coming. just telling you what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Developer people started. They wanted to buy. They lived in the cities. They you know people moved to the suburbs, right? So whatever it is, you have people moving to an area, right? Mm-hmm. They want to live there. Developers buy farmland, right? It's unzoned. You can build whatever you want on it, right? Mm-hmm. On farmland, yeah, they buy. Yep. They buy farmland. You can do what the hell, whatever you want. They build it. Right. Then what happens? Well, that gets filled up. They buy the next farm and they buy the next farm until you get to the point where you're too far to commute and that and it stops. Yep. What happens to all that stuff that gets built? Well, every single person who buys that single family, you know, Cape Cod, you know, house wants to make sure that that neighborhood stays exactly the way it is, or the builders even built in deed restrictions to make sure that you can't change it. Right. Because that's part of like their their marketing. Their selling point, like it'll never, it'll always be like this forever. You're right. buying, you're stopping the clock in this part of the world, right? And so, and then, then they're stuck, and you're stuck with that for generations, right? So you have a place like like Texas, it has like vast, it's a huge state. There's vast amounts of, you know, open land. There's land everywhere, yeah. But California was once like that. California is also a huge state. And then what happened? The population exploded, right? It did. Right? So Texas, you're seeing it already, right? The, the, the cities are zoning. All those places that had no zoning, now that people live there, what do people want? They want to make sure that it will never change from what they bought into, right? So you were just going to have the same problem there. It's just, it's just behind by several decades, right? Yeah. So so, you know, so now's the opportunity, right? Get in there while you can. But the thing is, you know, when you talk about that concept of like people want to buy property where there's barriers to entry, right? They want to buy infill. Like there's a whole, a lot of people who buy, this no, is for all sure. they do. They want to buy, yeah, they no, want to no. buy a place like California or New York mm-hmm. precisely because 
the housing supply is locked in and with that dynamic of rising demand and, and stagnant supply, they know it's going to go up, right? right? So that's kind of like, now you can get in early on that in, in places like Texas, but the same thing is going to happen. It's just, you're going to wind up with this, unless like as a country, we make a different decision, which is that we, we value, you know, basically the, the pre-World War II idea Mm-hmm. of what of there should of there being a free market in mm-hmm. in housing right yeah. like that with no zoning you know as the city gets more dense you go vertical right yeah. and like manhattan think about manhattan manhattan there will never be another manhattan right because it can't happen right you can't have that dynamic of like starting out with farms and then single family houses and then row houses and then small apartment buildings and then giant apartment buildings mm-hmm. because the zoning because it'll be locked in like one acre lots for the rest of human history unless unless we have the political will to like address this issue right so yeah. which i don't think we will so. yes i just want to i want to kind of close this out with what i would do again it's just a proposal uh knowing king newsome this is going to happen but let's just take the 56 homes that i bought upgraded turned into quality below median I actually went because I knew I was going to talk about this today. Uh, I would have gone back and I probably still would have bought 45 or 46 of them. I just would have kept them. Mm. I just would have made them rentals. Yeah. Right. I would have put the debt structure in place. I had the capital to do the deals. So again, of the 56, I still buy 46. They just don't go to first time home buyers. Yeah. They say rentals or at least they, for three years, right? At they least say, for three years. And well, yeah. one, once they're a rental for me, they're going to be a rental until it's unaffordable. And then right. I'll 1031 into apartments. So again, this doesn't fix the problem. Yeah. Uh, it is a supply problem, not a demand problem. Yeah. It's, it is a, it is a problem. You know, politicians have to do something, right? They're, the pressure is on them to do something. People elect them. And to they do want to something. point at somebody else and not themselves. Right. And so, and so they, well, also, frankly, they don't want to point the finger back at the voters either, because that's not, that's no, not like not, every time you turn around. That's generally not a good idea. Yeah, every, every time you turn around to the voters and say, actually, this is your, like, you, you created did this. this problem, yeah. right? Uh, that does, that's not a good way to get reelected. So they don't do yeah. it, right? So they, you know, they point the finger at the, at the bad guys, the landlords or whatever it is instead, right? So. Yeah. So again, what I think happens with something like this, if it gets approved, and again, and again, I see every reason King Newsom would make this happen is we would see less first-time homebuyers, which is exactly what they're trying to do. Again, first-time homebuyers will not qualify to buy what most flippers upgrade. It just won't happen. Yeah. And you you also, you know, you want to be wary of creating a dynamic, like say, for instance, rent control in New York City, <laughs> yeah. right, has, has created a dynamic where you can't, build anything that's that has affordable rents because you don't want to get trapped into the rent control regime so you only build luxury right exactly yep. and 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 also the costs are so high anyway that you only build luxury right and that's that's kind of a problem around the country actually with, with high construction costs is you you know the the additional cost to build luxury is not you know like just the cost benefit of like going luxury because you could so much more profit right? right and and so because of the the cost of it and yep. If you're going to raise the costs of flipping, then probably what will happen is you'll wind up with people upgrading to an even higher standard, right? And, and the houses will become more expensive because they got to make up the taxes that they're losing, yeah. right? And they can do that with a higher price, you know, even though they're going to pay a little percentage-wise more tax, yeah. you know, they're going to be they'll making make 75, they'll make 75 cents on the dollar by going more expensive, exactly. right? And offset that 
so that their after-tax dollar profit is, is the same. And they do that yeah. by upgrading to a higher standard and making it less affordable. All right. that's going to happen is affordable housing is going to go down. You're going to have some yeah. housing stock just go to zero because you can't save it. You're going to have other housing stock upgraded and become rentals. Doesn't fix the problem. And then to your point, the last one is some people upgrade and take it right to the top. Yeah. And you're, you are going to do nothing except hurt first-time home buyers with this. But again, King Newsom likes to be king, so I suspect this will happen. Jonathan, where can people find you? So uh, one place to go is the multifamily investment community on Facebook, where we can continue to talk about these issues online. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also, if you would like to learn how to actually buy apartment buildings the right way, uh, you can go to multifamilylaunchpad.org slash join, and you can see how to join my program. And the last thing uh, is if you would like to invest with me, we do have deals ongoing. Um, and if you were an accredited investor, of course, and you can Google my company, Two Bridges Asset Management, uh, and then you know, just you know, Google us. That's the easiest way to find us Very and cool. fill out the investor form. Do yourself a favor, folks. Do all three of those things. Figure out how to buy apartments. It's a great thing. Uh, look at his deals if you're an accredited investor. And you have to be in his Facebook group. It's, it's something I go to almost every day. So thanks, Jonathan. Cool. Thanks, Michael. Mm -hmm.